saying that a lot. I've been saying the whole all right, all right, all right. I am so excited to get on the microphone today and see what's going to offend me in the news. I've already sparked up my cigar. I am ready to go. Now, my white male ass, I'm going to see if I can find something that is going to get underneath my skin and uh, just make me, oh, what's this? Uh, Straight sex. What? Hold on. Let me see what's going on here. Found something interesting. Hang on. Reason you don't want to date someone boils down to the fact that they're trans. That's transphobia right there. Let's go over a couple of situations. So if you don't want to date a trans woman because you want kids, well, you better be keeping that same attitude with cis women who are infertile, or that's transphobia. If you don't want to date a trans woman because you're not attracted to trans women, I would absolutely love to know how you're able to identify correctly who is a trans woman on site 100 percent of the time uh well your five o'clock shadow mustache is kind of giving it away but go ahead because that is just impressive i wish i had that ability i'd love to be able to have even more trans solidarity got an adam's apple that looks like pinocchio when he's lying but other than that and then also just being super straight is the all super lives straight. matter of sexualities. It's not a real sexuality. It literally is just something that's made up to make fun of trans people and to hate on trans people. So, yes, yeah, super straights, I don't respect you and I don't respect that sexuality. Bye. Reason. Uh, <laughs> super straights, it's a made up sexuality. Uh, it's kind of been around since the beginning of time but it's a made-up sexuality just to make fun of trans people and what was that if you don't like if you don't want to date a trans person you are transphobic uh super straight well i mean come on i think uh super straight yeah i'm gonna identify as that super straight uh i'll I'll put a little cape on little tights little superman-ish vibe you know with a super straight i'm okay with that if you don't like it i'm okay with you not liking it that's your opinion. Uh, if you can't tell trans, uh, I don't know. Have you ever been? I mean, I, I guess there's there's the the rare occasion. Well, I don't know if it's a rare occasion. I guess there's plenty of occasions where you might be fooled whether whether somebody's trans or not. Um, yeah, I mean, of course, there was like uh, there was like a, a Miss America or something that was trans here not too long ago, or Miss Universe or something, uh, Miss Dickiverse or whatever it was, but. Uh, I don't think that's the point. I don't think the point. I don't think the point is whether I can tell you're trans or not. I think the point is if we, my son, any male friends of mine that are super straight, if they get in a situation where they're getting hot and bothered by you and they go down and all of a sudden they realize that they can play ring toss on your dick, that's where the problem comes in. Okay? Uh, it's not about being phobic against your trans choice. It's being that I don't want to run into a dick. I I, I, it, I mean, is that a problem? I'm not transphobic because I don't want to run into a dick when things go, you know, south, I guess you could say. Down south, below the... Ah, these people are insane. So super straight is a made-up sexual identity, according to this person, just to hate on trans people. You've lost your friggin' mind. You've lost your friggin' mind. You've lost your friggin' mind. 
And I say that, and all of a sudden, I, this cigar I was smoking, I went to put it in my mouth, and I got all kinds of creepy vibes the second I did it. I can't watch a trans person ranting and then put a cigar in my mouth. I start to feel not so super straight. Maybe I am transphobic. I don't care. I don't care. I just have this. I, I, I what is it wrong for me to say that? Is it wrong for me to say that? Is it wrong for my son to say that he doesn't want to run into a dick at the club unannounced? Is that really transphobic? I don't care what trans people do. I don't care who they're banging. I don't care anything. I, whatever you do, you boo. But you're going to pin it on me for being super straight because I don't want to ring toss on your schlong. Uh, get out of here. Get out of here. This is insanity. This is why I love America because it's it, the whole world has turned into the Jerry Springer show or worse. Maury Povich. I don't know. Get out of here. Get out of here with that mess. You're insane. Reason you don't want to date someone boils down to the fact that they're trans. That's transphobia right there. Get Let's out of here. Let's go over a couple of situations. I'm So if you don't want to date a trans one because you want kids, well, you better be keeping that same attitude with cis women who are infertile, or that's transphobia. If you don't want to date a trans woman because you're not attracted to trans women, I would absolutely love to know how you're able to identify correctly who is a trans woman on site 100% of the time because that it's is the just dick. impressive. I wish I had that ability. I'd love to be able to have even more trans solidarity. And then also just... Being super straight is the all lives matter of sexualities. It's not a real sexuality. It literally is just something that's made up to make fun of trans people and to hate on trans people. So, yes, super straights, I don't respect you and I don't respect that sexuality. Bye. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get off my computer. Oh, 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 but Jake, but Jake, you're, you're, you're missing, you're missing this. You're missing this. You know, what if they went through the transition? They don't have a dick. Your whole thing is about the dick. And what if they don't have a dick? And what if they're a beautiful transgender woman that doesn't have a dick? Yeah, I'm still out. I'm still out. I have that right. I mean, uh, women can decide they want to only date rich guys or guys with six pack abs or whatever. Well, me as a super straight dude does not want to date, marry, be in a relationship with somebody not in a, okay, in a sexual relationship with somebody that was formerly a male. I don't care how hot they are now. Now, is that a little bit of phobia? Uh, well, I'm not gay. <clears throat> oh, well, 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 if you're dating somebody that's trans uh, and they're a female and you're a male, that's not gay. Well, okay, well, uh, that's, that's your prerogative, dude. My personal choice is no, I'll pass. I'll pass. The same reason that I pass on Brussels sprouts. I don't care for them. I don't care to be in a sexual relationship with somebody that was trans. Uh, you can't make me do it. I don't care if I sound old fashioned, whatever. It's just not, it's not my bag, man. It's not my bag. Well, why? Well, why? Why wouldn't you want to be in, the, in, a, in a beautiful, loving relationship with somebody that was trans, that's gone through their whatever conversion and, uh, you know, it, well, that's a good question. That's a good question. Why? Uh Okay, maybe they, maybe it does get to to be a to be rooted in a little transphobia. I I I no no I just don't I just don't I just don't. Um, kind of the same reason I wouldn't want to be in a relationship with somebody that doesn't speak English. That's not I can't communicate with. That that's one thing. I'm trying to figure out a logical excuse of why not. Uh, well, uh, uh. 
it's well, I just stumped myself. Logically, why wouldn't I? Like, what is the excuse other than just no, I don't like it. I don't like Brussels sprouts. I'm not, I shouldn't be forced to eat Brussels sprouts. I don't like being in, in, in that situation with a trans person. I shouldn't be forced to do it. I guess I'm not comfortable with it. Um, does that make me old fashioned? Why? Can somebody, can somebody, can somebody type in the comments of this show and tell me a, a logical reason of why? Because I'm drawing a blank here. Other than I don't, I wouldn't, I'm not into it. That's not my thing. I guess that's, that's reason enough, right? I'm not into it. It's not my thing. That is reason enough. Was there some women that aren't into fat, fat dudes? That's their reason enough. There's no logical reason why other than they, that's just not their preference. That's not what they prefer. And I don't think somebody else should be forcing their sexuality on me and forcing me to accept it or, or not forcing me to accept it because I do accept the trans people that are trans, they can do whatever they want. I'm fine with that. I don't care, but they shouldn't force me to be accepting of a relationship with them. That's, that's crossing the line when you're forcing me to be okay with a relationship with you because you say so. No, no, no. You're going way too far, way overboard. Uh, that's that, 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 that goes back to the whole trophy generation where they're, 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 they're the smartest, they're the best, whether they do anything or not, they get a trophy and they expect everybody else to believe exactly the same way that they do. No, I'm not down for that. I don't care. Send the hate. I'm fine with it. I mean, let's think about this. Let's, th okay. Let's, let's logically, let's think about this. If I was to go into a bar and if I was to hit on some female, and she says, uh, no, thank you. I'm not attracted to you. And then I start accusing her of being uh, Jake phobic uh, because she doesn't accept me and she's not attracted to me. It's the same thing, right? It's the same thing. I, I would I would I would appear to be completely nuts if I started calling her transphobic, uh, Jake racist, Jake phobic because she's not attracted to me and 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 she should be. And because of that, she has a major problem. I would be a, I would be a mental case, right? Right. I would be a mental case. Well, if I'm a mental case for, uh, uh, for forcing people to accept, accept me and be attracted to me for forcing the attraction, if I'm a mental case for demanding that, so is this nut job on TikTok that's demanding the same thing. So there, there's my reason. It's not rational. It's illogical. You can't force who people are attracted to. You just can't. And, and just because they're not attracted to you doesn't mean that they're phobic of you, whatever your identification is. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's okay. I worked it out. I worked out. I feel a little bit better about myself. I worked it out. Okay. I've got that under wraps. I, I, I was stumped there for a second trying to find the, the logic behind it. Because it's so illogical, it's like, uh, well, well, how do you come at this argument? I don't know. Well, eh, I worked it out. I worked it out. Oh, but Jake, Jake, you're 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 focusing on trans people too much. This is this is this is this is this is hate speech. This is uh, it's not appropriate. Um, I don't want to listen to a show that's talking about trans. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Our kids, people, society are being bombarded by this nonsense all the time. You're being bombarded with it, uh, with 
with with just all over the place, whether you're at a bar, socially, at work, all this other kind of stuff. Now, at work, you better keep your mouth shut. But at the same time, like, I don't feel, here's what happens. You get approached with a conversation like this, where somebody comes up to you and says, well, if you're not attracted to trans people, you're transphobic. And, and, and it hits you and you're like, well, this is a discussion I've never had with myself. I've never worked out the details. I don't know how to respond to this. And, and, and you're, you're sitting there flabbergasted because it's such an outrageous comment and you have no argument for it or you haven't worked out the bugs. You haven't worked out the details. And then you walk away and maybe you're like, oh, maybe I am transphobic. I don't know why. I don't know the argument. Around. Well, it needs to be discussed because uh, when somebody hits you with this kind of logic, you need to have a response. And, you know, it took me a little second. It took me a few seconds to work out my response. My response is, yeah, if I, you know. Like the scenario I said, if I go to the bar, demand that people are attracted to me, uh, otherwise they're Jake phobic. It's it's a ridiculous argument. You have to put it in a perspective of, of of the grand scheme of things. So, you know, you do you. I'll do me, but don't accuse me for being a phobic or anything because I'm not into what you're into. It just it doesn't work that way. It really doesn't. All right, hot off the press coming in in about eleven hours ago. This is from Angel News. Jermaine Greer was only half-joking, I think, when she waded into the fiery debate about gender reassignment surgery. I quote, I've asked my doctor to give me long ears and liver spots, and I'm going to wear a brown coat, but that won't turn me into a cocker spaniel, she said. Now, this was back in 2015. The pioneering feminist was using humor to make a serious point. She doesn't believe that a man who has the chop and wears a dress is a woman. It's a view shared by the majority of people, but that didn't stop the more militant members of the trans lobby from going ballistic. Greer says they are not noted for their sense of humor. Greer went straight to the top of their hate list of TERFs, so-called trans-exclusionary radical feminists. That's despite the fact that, like me, she sympathizes with those who feel they are trapped in the wrong body. If someone wants to undergo surgery and identify as a member of the opposite sex, that's fine. They are entitled to our understanding, but the ferociously intolerant trans brigade won't leave it at that. I think the the video I was just playing earlier was somebody from the ferocious trans uh, brigade. Jermaine Greer was only half joking, I think, when she waded into the fiery debate about gender reassignment surgery. They are determined to push the boundaries beyond reasonable limits and demonize anyone who dares dissent. For the past few years, they have been seeking out new frontiers like the crew of the Starship Enterprise, and that was Greer joking in 2015, about turning into a cocker spaniel. She couldn't in a million years have anticipated what madness would come next. Now here's the actual story. Yet now we learn that one of our leading universities is demanding recognition for people who identify as cats. Bristol University, a member of the prestigious Russell Group, has just issued guidelines to staff on the correct pronouns to use when addressing those who define as cat gender. The list specifically refers to xenic individuals who do not fit into the Western human binary of gender alignments. Okay. It describes cat gender person as someone who strongly identifies with cats and may experience delusions relating to being a cat or other feline. It goes on, 
For example, someone who is cat gender may use, I don't even know how to say these pronouns. It's NYA slash NYAN. Nya, Nyan. Is that NYA, NYAN? Nya, and Nyan? Well, I guess those are the pronouns. Apparently, Nyan is Japanese for meow. I'm not making this up. Oh boy. Well, uh, <clears throat> now that cat gender individuals have been officially recognized, it can only be a matter of time before there are demands for them to be provided with, let's say, scratching posts, balls of string to cope with the stress of lecture and exams, maybe some good old catnip. There won't be any question of them having to climb over the college walls because they've been locked out after night on the tiles. They can use the cat flap in the door next to the porter's lodge. And why stop at cats? If you take this policy into its logical conclusion, students should be able to, def to define as whatever species they choose, complete with their own pronouns. At this rate, Bristol University could soon resemble Noah's Ark. They'll be ripping out the urinals along <laughs> installing litter trays in the classroom, non-binary toilets and replacing them with lamp posts for the convenience for those of that identify as a dog. When does it end? When does it end? You know, the question isn't like, it's hard because uh, you can you can say, well, if somebody wants to identify as a cat, that's on them. No harm, no foul. But where do you draw the line? Where do we draw the line as a society and put an end to the nonsense? I mean, because it's these little micro steps here and here, cat gender. You know, it, it's just one little step at a time. And each little step on its own doesn't seem too, in I mean, it does seem insane. But it's like, okay, I'm not going to fight over somebody being a cat. Well, I'm not going to fight over somebody being a dog. Well, I'm not going to fight over the university installing litter boxes in the classroom for these morons. I'm not going to, you know, it's like, oh, these battles aren't worth fighting. Because individually on their own, they maybe they're not. It's like, okay, you've got a couple loonies. The school wants to go along with it. Whatever. More power to them. But it's the culmination of all of this nonsense that keeps piling up and piling up, piling up, where there finally has to be a line drawn where you stand up and you say, no, 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 I don't want my child going to a university where some feline is taking a shit in the corner of the classroom in the, in the, in the, in the litter box, okay? Where do you draw that line? And any time you try to draw a line, you are immediately accused of being phobic. Now you're cat phobic. Now you're whatever it is. But there has to come a time where we stand up as a society and say, enough of this bullshit, we're not going down this road anymore. And the buck stops here. And I think if we don't do something fast, this circus freak show of nonsense is going to keep progressing. So we're going to live in a place that we don't even recognize anymore. And I don't know exactly what to do about it, but you got to stand up. You got to say something. You got to stop the insanity. You just have to stop the insanity because there's all kinds of stuff that's going on, little micro steps, and it's leading us down this path of just chaos, chaos, utterly just chaotic environment. And I'm a libertarian when it comes to this. If somebody wants to identify a cat on their own personal level and they're not harming anybody else, I do not care. I do not care. Do whatever you want to do. But the second, like this university says that we have to acknowledge it or making other people acknowledge it or making other forcing other people to accept it, 
That's where I draw the line. Do whatever you want to do. Do whatever you want to do, but don't force me to accept it. Don't force me to accommodate it. Don't force businesses to accommodate it. Don't force universities to accommodate it. That's where you cross the line, and that's where it goes too far. And speaking of lines being drawn, Ramona in Laverne, uh, Ramona Middle School, the Bonita Unified School District, Ramona Middle School in Laverne, California, uh, they have started suspending students for not wearing a mask. Uh, here's a notice of suspension to your parent guardian. We have found it necessary to suspend your student for violating the following education code sections. Uh, 48900K, disrupted school activities or otherwise willfully defied the valid authority of supervisors, teachers, administrators, school officials, or other personal personnel engaged in the performance of their duties. The incident that caused a suspension happened as follows. The student was outside and after being offered several different ways and areas to attend class, including the classroom itself, the isolation area, and a private isolation area, is refusing to go. The teacher, assistant principal, and principal asked for his compliance so he could attend school, but he refused. Your student has been suspended for one day. This makes a total of one for this year. The first day of suspension is 2-4-2022, and this day back is 2 7 um, so the mother is saying that this was over the mask. Um, and here's another one. This is from, uh, Ramona middle school. This notice serves to inform you that the student will be excluded from school because you have indicated that you will no longer allow the student to wear a mask while at school in indoor spaces and have not submitted a mask exemption signed by a qualified health services professional. The legal basis for the indoor face covering requirement is the mandate issued by the California Department of Public Health on July 12, 2021. This mandate requires K-12 through students, regardless of vaccination status, to wear a mask while indoors at school unless the student has been granted an exemption under an existing protocol. This exclusion from school remains in effect until June 9, 2022. The exemption can be lifted if the student complies with masking rules while on campus or a valid mask exemption form is submitted or the indoor masking rules are lifted by state and county health departments. Um, I wish a lot more students would do this. Just say, screw it. And let's just do it because, you know, in the news a lot, you see that uh, California's its mandates are lessening up on, I believe the 15th. Uh, let me find that. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, uh, anyways, I had the article here. Um, but New Jersey and California, yeah, here we go. New Jersey and California are easing mask mandates. Uh, coming up here, let's see what the date. The date is, well, New Jersey is going to lift on a March 7th, but California is a different date. I believe it's just coming up like next week or something like that. Anyways, I don't have the date here in front of me. But even when they lift mask mandates for uh, indoor small spaces uh, in California, and outdoor, they're not lifting it on the students K through 12. Uh, and I don't believe they have given a date for when they're going to release it for the students. Uh, so all the adults are going to be able to go into Denny's, get your grand slam without a mask on now in LA. I mean, where I live, they've, we've pretty much kicked it to the curb anyways, but down towards LA, I know they're a lot more strict about this, 
But there has been no dates given, as far as I can see, regarding California school children. I think enough's enough. I know they had a big mask walkout just here earlier this week, a couple days ago, but I think we need to take it a step further. I mean, uh, send them to school without a mask. Let let them kick out the whole school. You know, let's unite on this. Let's let's enough of this bullshit. Let's let's move on. Um, if they defy it, what's the school going to do? Kick everybody out? I mean, we got to do something about this tyrannical nonsense that's going on. We, we've got to do something. So I, I support it. I support all these mask walkouts, all these kids that are not wearing a mask. I support them 100%. I think it's nonsense. And um, I, I support them in standing up for their right to be able to freaking breathe. I saw this video the other day of a bunch of um, middle school kids in a, in a basketball tournament sweating their asses off with a mask on. It's just that that's not healthy. That's just not healthy. Buck the system. These 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 clowns, these jokers, they don't know what they're doing. Stand up. Go for it. I support that 100%. Meanwhile, at Ohio State, Ohio State University event has students create valentines for abortion providers during sex week. Okay, now that's a shocking headline. Let's see. Several departments at Ohio State University are sponsoring a student-led. Okay, so it's student-led, some student's idea. Uh, sex week. Through the third week of February, where student participants are asked to help thank abortion providers for Valentine's Day to show appreciation. On-campus organization uh, Student Advocates for Sexual Health Awareness is hosting a week-long event, but told Fox News that multiple departments, including the university's Department of Women's, Gender, and Sexuality Studies and the College of Social Work, are providing financial support for Sex Week. So the university is supporting it in a financial way. Uh, one particular Valentine's Day themed activity hosted during sex week at Ohio Union is Valentine's for abortion providers, where students participate in the event, are instructed to help thank abortion providers in Ohio and Texas for the valuable work they do for reproductive rights. That's the event's description. Uh, the sex week's website states that the organization receives funding through the Council of Student Affairs whose funds are sourced from the student activity fee. Student Advocates for Sexual Health Awareness presented uh, President Sky Hart said to Fox News Digital that the student-run organization is hosting the abortion appreciation event because it thinks abortion providers deserve appreciation. We feel that it is important to appreciate the family planning providers that are able to provide essential health care for our communities, according to Hart insisting that the student group emphasizes the constitutional right to a safe abortion. Noting that, however, many do not share this belief, Hart stated that numerous abortion providers and their offices are often ridiculed for providing legal, affordable, safe health care. Hart says, we feel they deserve appreciation and should be reminded of the fact they are assisting our communities greatly. The organizer further explained that attendees of the pro-abortion event will be creating appreciative cards that will then be mailed to the abortion providers. Student for Life President Kristen Hawkins said in a statement to Fox News that the university is doing a disservice to students by backing the event. It's pathetic that schools are ignoring their mandate to educate students and instead act as though their real purpose is facilitating the parties. This is a great disservice to students and a huge waste of money for parents. Hawkins said to Fox News. 
Almost always ignored by these sponsors is the fact that you can't protect emotionally vulnerable students from a broken heart when they follow the false pitch that all consequences, babies included, can be ignored. So Ohio State University, yeah, they got a little uh, Valentine's Day cards to abortion clinics going on. Uh, the headline once makes it seem like it's an actual university thing. While in a roundabout way, they are funding it. It appears it's coming from some uh, student group that they're that is their thing that they're going to do during sex week. Send a thank you card to the abortion clinic near you. Yep, that's the world we live in, and I hope you're enjoying it. But uh, this is Jake with Radio Underland. Let's see. Uh, anything else? I mean, I could talk about the lady that fell off a drawbridge in uh, Florida. Very sad story. You know, there that that story I was reading it, she fell to her death. She was pushing her bicycle across this drawbridge as it started to raise. And there's, you know, there's a worker there that is supposed to visually clear the drawbridge, make sure it's clear before they start, you know, raising the drawbridge. Well, apparently he didn't do his job. And this poor lady fell to her death. They said about six stories fell to her death um, on this drawbridge as she was pushing her bicycle across. Pathetic. You had one job. You had one job. Just look across the bridge. Make sure nobody's on it. Is it that hard? Uh, boy, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, this is Jake with Radio Underland. It's been nice. I will talk to you later. You guys have a uh, have a good one. Be good humans. Later.